Welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace, and welcome to summer in the Northern Hemisphere and winter in the Southern Hemisphere. And I did not realize until I set up, I record these um, episodes over Zoom, and I always have to title them. And I didn't even realize until I went to put the title that this is episode 111. And how perfect is it that episode 111 will be reached will be released on the solstice. And this has a really special significance for me. Since my mom went to spirit eight years ago, combinations of one are signs from her. So I will often see 1111 on the clock or on receipts or 111, um, or even on my car's um, mileage uh, odometer thing. Her birthday was last week on June 13th on Monday, and her angel day was the day after on Tuesday, June 14th. So the fact that this is episode 111, and it's the solstice in June, a week after those sacred days in my family, well, it's really, really special. So as I said, we are changing seasons as of today. And the change of seasons brings about new possibilities and new opportunities for healing. So let's find out what awaits us. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that. I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So I want to start by asking you a question. Are you sensitive to energy? I am. I can remember way back years ago, um, I could always like feel when it was Friday. Friday had a different feeling for me. And same thing with Sunday. It just had a different energy to it to those days. So that's one example of being sensitive to energy. I also always feel a change in energy with the change of seasons. I know I'm more aware of it and sensitive to it since my son Greg went to spirit. Each change of seasons is a reminder for me of something else that he will not experience at least not in this physical lifetime. And so it's always bittersweet for me and brings a sense of nostalgia and sadness to me. Um, But that's the kind of thing that comes with being so highly sensitive. But whether you are sensitive to the energetic changes, the, the change of seasons holds so much opportunity for healing and for growth. Now, if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, and let me find the paper I wrote this down on, If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, the summer solstice, which happens on June 21st this year, happens at 5.14 a.m., so 2.14 a.m. Pacific time. So by the time you listen to this, the actual solstice itself 
at that particular moment will have already occurred, unless you're up in the middle of the night listening to this, but hopefully you're not. Um, It's the longest day of the year, and the sun is at its highest point in the sky. And of course, again, it begins summer in the Northern Hemisphere. Now, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you will experience the winter solstice, meaning the sun is at its lowest point in the sky, marking the beginning of the winter season, and it's the shortest day of the year for you. Regardless of where you are, though, the sun is moving into Cancer. We just had the full moon a week ago. So with the sun moving into the emotional watery sign of Cancer and last week's super full moon and the solstices, there's a lot of energy that might be making you more emotional. And I invite you to to go with it, be with it, don't push against it. You know, I was talking to a client last week and that's um, kind of where this thought or this idea came from. Um, We were talking about this. She was really struggling with some challenging emotions that she did not want to feel or face or deal with. And as I guided her through a process to allow those things to be revealed and to flow, she was able to feel them and then release them instead of resisting them, instead of saying, no, I don't want to deal with that. There's When you do that, they're still there and that's not healthy. We end up, when we resist our emotions and our feelings, we end up holding on to them and that's what makes it unhealthy for us. So this is a really good time to look within and see what you're holding on to. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere where you're entering winter, light some candles, put on some soft music and start journaling about whatever comes up. Just let the words flow and see what comes out onto the paper. If you need a starting point, a good question to ask is, what am I holding on to? If you're in the Northern Hemisphere where it's now summertime, go outside and spend some time in nature. Let the sun hit your face and just soak it in. Absorb it into all the cells of your body. If you live near the water um, or even a pool, spend some time there. I sat out by my pool for almost two hours this morning, and I just laid there with my eyes closed, soaking in the sun, listening to the birds chirping. It was early. There was no one else around. I didn't even hear any cars. I heard the motor of the pool, whatever, filter. I don't know. I could hear a motor, Um, but it was very soft and gentle, and it was just so peaceful and calm. And I could feel the this. There was a gentle breeze blowing across my skin. It was so calming and so soothing. You know, they say nature is the best medicine, and that is so true. I didn't realize that until I moved out of Atlanta last fall and into more of a rural area. I am surrounded by trees of all kinds. There are pine trees and oak trees, and I don't even know what kind of trees all these are, but so many different kinds of trees and all the different shades of green, the cycles of life watching um, when I moved last fall, they were still, there were still lots of leaves on the trees. And then we moved into autumn and the leaves started to change colors and then they fell off the trees. And then the trees were bare during winter. And then in the spring, they all started to bud and blossom and bloom. And now they are just in full splendor with all of their different colored leaves and shapes and textures. And it's just magnificent. Now, if you don't live anywhere close to a lake or the ocean or a forest or nature of some kind, A, you can 
probably drive, I would guess within 30 minutes to an hour of where you live, you can be somewhere in nature. Um, but if you can't, take a bath. Use essential oils that are more earthy, like pine scents or wood scents. I love to combine at any time of year. I love combining bergamot and patchouli in my diffuser. Um, they smell absolutely divine and they help ground me. Now, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, cook soups and use a lot of root vegetables in them. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, eat more fresh raw fruits and vegetables. They are plentiful at this time of year. This all, again, will help ground you no matter where you live, which is so important right now with the sun moving into cancer and all the emotional energies around us. With the sun at its highest or its lowest peak right now today, take this time to reflect on peak moments in your own life, both the joyful and the painful. Really honor them in whatever way you feel called to. Let the sun or the moon, if you're in the um, southern hemisphere, even though the full moon was a week ago, it's still visible in the sky. Let, let the sun or the moon bathe you in their healing energies. No matter where you live, open the curtains or the blinds. Let the sun shine into your home. If you're in the southern hemisphere and it's too cold where you are, Sit in front of a window and just close your eyes and let the sun shine on your on your face. You know, oh, something else. Um, as I'm looking out at the trees, I'm something else just came to me. Go out into the trees and just listen. Walk amongst them, touch them, feel their energy. Go out there at night and hear the stories that they hold, the healing that they have to offer. It's amazing. Again, when I moved last fall to where I live now, I'm really amazed at how much healing I have experienced simply because of my physical environment, the change in my physical environment. Even if I don't go outside for a day, I sit in front of a window to work that looks out to nothing but trees. It is magnificent. And so even if I can't get outside, although I go outside every day at least two or three times because well, at least three or four times because I have a dog I have to walk. But even if I am on a webinar or I'm you know, on a call with a client and I'm sitting in front of this window, I can look outside and just absorb the healing from the trees that are out there that I'm looking at. It's truly incredible. So in centuries past, it was believed that on the solstice, winter or summer, the veil between the worlds was paper thin. So on this sacred day, honor your loved ones in spirit, invite them into your life, into your rituals on this day, and be sure to include spirit animals and forest creatures and any other magical energies that you want to connect with. Fairies, unicorns, dragons. Yes, they all have energies that we can connect with and ask for assistance with our healing. There really are all kinds of magical creatures and beings that we cannot see with our physical eyes, but they're available to us anytime we call on them. They are there waiting to assist us in whatever we need. And if you are interested in learning more about this, 
I encourage you to follow Diana Cooper on Instagram. She connects with dragons and unicorns, and she shares beautiful content on her Instagram page. Now, in the Northern Hemisphere, with it being the day with the most sunlight, it's going to, there's, there's an opportunity, there's an energy and a feeling of expansion. That's the best way to describe it. There's an energy and a feeling of expansion. So let that fill you with higher level energies and emotions. Things like joy and peace and, and desire and love. Allow yourself to, to, to feel the expansiveness of nature, of the sun and the planets and the stars, the moon, the cosmos. You know, in, in ancient times, um, I learned this years ago when I was doing in-person women's circles But in ancient times, the summer solstice was when people would honor the sun gods. They would gather and they would dance and beat their drums and honor that big ball of fire in the sky. The sun and the summer solstice bring the energies of strength, of the more masculine energies, the yang energies. It's also a potent time to balance and nourish the lower three chakras. So the root, the sacral, and the solar plexus. Now on the flip side, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, The winter solstice is more about honoring the goddess energy. It's about the internal and about the moon. So instead of the sun, the winter solstice is about shining your inner light. It's more of the feminine energy. And it's an opportunity to nourish and balance the heart, throat, and third eye chakras. So depending on which hemisphere you're in, work with those specific chakras over the next week or so to bring them more into harmony and into resonance. And there, oh, there's something else that's happening this month that's really unique. So let me see if I can remember that there were there are five planets that are involved in this: Jupiter, Mars, Mercury, Saturn, and Venus. They are all lined up in a diagonal line. Oh, and the moon, too. So six if you count the moon. Or if you put them in order from where they are in relation to the sun, it would be Mer- let me see if I can do this right. Mercury, Venus, the moon. Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. This happens about a half an hour before sunrise throughout the month, but especially on June 23rd, 24th, and 25th. So a couple days from now. And this is a really rare planetary alignment. And having it occur at the time of the solstice, it what that does is it gives us a unique opportunity to activate or increase or expand our intuition and our DNA at higher levels than ever before. But wherever you live, be sure to sage or cleanse your physical space in some way. I prefer to use Palo Santo rather than um, sage. If I use sage, I use white sage, but I love Palo Santo, but you can use sage or you can even use lavender. What that does is it helps clear out the old energies and open up energetic space for the new season. So I do this at the beginning of every season. So on the, um, the solstices and the equinoxes. Now remember, summer is about growth. So look at where you're being called to grow and expand, and then use that as a starting point for your journaling. What will you allow to bloom and blossom during this summer season? What will you allow to bloom and blossom during this summer season? Journal on that, see what comes up. And then winter is a time to reflect and go within, into the dark places that we tend to avoid. 
So use that as a starting point for your journaling if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. What will you look at that's been hidden and is ready to be brought into the light for healing? Wherever you are in the world, the solstice is a time to do a check-in with yourself and see where you are on your healing journey. So where are you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Be deeply honest with yourself and journal on those questions. And remember, there's no right or wrong. Just use this check-in as a marker, as um, like a guidepost to see what shifts and changes you want to make as you enter into this new season, summer or winter, and as we are about to begin the second half of this year. And as always, if you would like personal support on your healing journey, if you want to see if you're on your soul's true path or what adjustments you can make if you aren't, just email me at info at lorilatimer.com and I'm happy to schedule a, um, you know, a, an illumination reading for you. If something comes up that needs to be cleared, we can do that. If you're, um, if you're contemplating a change or facing a decision that you aren't certain of, we can look at that from the vantage point of your future self. There is so much help and insightful opportunity through all the various readings that I offer, and I'm here to support you. And then, of course, if you want to take it deeper, I'm here for private coaching as well. I think that that's all I had to share with you today. So I really invite you to enjoy and soak in the solstice energy that's available this week. Again, whether you're in the Northern Hemisphere and it's and we're entering into summer or you're in the Southern Hemisphere and you're entering into winter. It's powerful, it's potent, and it really can help you on your healing journey if you allow yourself to receive it. So it's another journal question that you might ask yourself is, Am I willing to allow myself? Am I open to receiving the healing energy that's available with the solstice energy? All right. Until next week, as always, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.